How you going, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Fed Inca Podcast. We had Yusuf Khafu in today, an ex-professional basketball player. He spoke about his journey, making it to the professional level, and what it actually takes coming from his community as well, being the first one, playing at national level as well, and certain life experience he got from that. He also spoke about his Hard Knocks Academy, trying to inspire the next generation to make it to the professional level and get a living from that. And also some importance of like family support as well. And much, much more. You guys will certainly enjoy this one. So, enjoy. So, what happened is they went to Dubai. So, this tournament doesn't really matter. It's more like a, a bonus thing. Get it going, you know? Sure. The feeble one, that matters. So, if it went well, you know, I was on the chopping block. Okay. Because, like, they don't like people who challenge them to be better. You know what I mean? Mm. So, and they have their own account. They like the same narrative. Oh, we young. Um, you know, we don't have experience. We don't have the money. Same story since 2013. Mm. Sure. We got better 2013 to 2015. We got better. Mm -hmm. Then 2017, 2019, worse. Mm. You know what I mean? Because everybody wants to like, <laughs> um, like have their own imprint be the reason why we win. For sure. So you've been in the national team since 2013? Yes. I was the captain since 2013. Was, okay. it was there a team before 2013? There wasn't, yeah? Like maybe 20, 2004. Then before that, it was 1987. Ah, yeah. so, so there was a collapse. 1987, it was at home in Somalia, and they finished third. So the Shala. old heads let Good. us know about that all the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At home, no and you finished third. Come on yeah. now. Yeah, You're yeah. supposed to win at home. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, because there was no team, that's what yeah. they can toss up. The coach was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Of the Somali team? Of the Somali national team. Go Google it real quick. So you're telling me your uncles and they're Korean? No, no, not my uncle. Yeah, yeah. No, I said like your uncles in the community. No, no, no. The national team, ex-national team players, 1987. No, no. I asked him. I asked him. Hey, fact check here. I don't. Joe Rogan nearly got cancelled for fact checking and stuff. So we got our own fact checker right now. Hey, how did Kareem go coach Somalia? Like Somalia was pretty powerful. Like we 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 were like a first world country. Yeah. Have you ever seen Somalia? Sec second strongest country in Africa. At the yeah, time. yeah, at the time, and yeah. we used to have a relationship, help send Marines with Turkey and all of that stuff. Like uh, a little bit. Who was first? <laughs> I thought. We I don't know. It's my told me South Africa. I, I don't know. It's yeah. true. No, seriously. Like yeah. Somalia was a powerhouse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, without a doubt, well, without a doubt, it all went south with you know political stuff, okay. but um. Uh, like Somalia was up Mashallah. there, so and the buildings and everything. If you mm. Google it now, Somalia in 1987 and I've before that. It looks beautiful, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 It was you want to go on holidays there, the beaches. And then you know this guy, you know, top five. Yeah, it's the mask with him. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, it was, yeah. it was. They tell us about it all the time, every yeah. tournament. But the difference is, um, so they went to Dubai and um, they lost by 45 the first game. Yeah. It's now. Yeah. yeah, then 40 the next game. Then they beat Libya, who don't even play basketball <laughs> like that. Oh, yeah, they, they have Libya on the at the back of, as their last name. <laughs> you know that's like domestic in Australia. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 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 even yeah. the Messi, you can get your jersey name. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. come on, Libya. No yeah. disrespect. I'm talking about the basketball, not the people. Mm. Just so yeah. you yeah. Yeah. clear, I love the people. The basketball team. Yeah, yeah, like the guys. Yeah. They didn't. They shot five threes, and lucky it went in. Yeah. To the uh, and they lost by like three. 
So what's the Somalia national team made up of? Is it guys from Australia, America, UK? No, most is it actually in Somalia. Most no, okay. few guys from Somalia, but they don't play, uh, which is a bit disappointing. But um, most of diasporas, yeah. Yeah, most of most of them are Americans. Okay. And Canadians. Are you the only guy from the Australia? Yeah. Would you want to bring more? Like absolutely. Is that, that's the goal. I think you got to give a tryout to everybody. Sure. But the difference is everybody got to pay for their own ticket and things like mm. that. So. A lot of guys get turned off of that, yeah, you know? Yeah, for sure. While for sure. me, like, um, my dad is a general. Yeah. Like he's mm. retired now, but he's, he's, he's been a general for a long time. And we do service for our country, for not sure. for money. Yeah. So because of that, I paid for my monies. And a few times the community here paid for the money yeah. to send me back there, you know? Like, sure. ain't no problem with that. But you, ju- you can't run a program. Mm. You rock up the day before trying to be like, you know Somalis we got too much pride like we think we're better than anybody which is mm. dope like the most confident people we are I'm not gonna lie to mm. you but it's also a downfall it's an expectation that we're gonna win when you came yeah. up the day before so there's confidence isn't bad but you have to back it up you, no you have to, it has to be realistic yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you can't rock up the day mm. before and play teams that have been training together for months mm. that are taller than you that yeah. are talented too true mm. skill for skill I think we South Sudan is pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. Besides South Sudan, I think we're probably the most skilled okay. as far as skill set goes. Yeah. I didn't say IQ. Yeah. I didn't say game plan. I didn't say none of that. I said skill. Mm. But the height matters. Mm. Yeah. A guy's gonna be six foot seven, six seven foot in the fourth quarter. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're still six two, six three. You can't yeah. do much. So, so, yeah. so what's the downfall then? Is it uh, like everyone coming with their own system from different countries and stuff? First of all, like the selection criteria as co- uh, selecting a team. Yeah. And then on top of that, like the getting politics out of it, mm. funding. For sure. But I'm not going to fund something that I think is not fair if I was the government. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm. Yeah. You know? And security is the most important thing in Somalia right now. But we rock up the day before each tournament and we said the same message after each tournament loss. I had enough. So the last two tournaments, I said, look. And mind you, I was in shape. I was in shape. And I'm in the off season. So after they canceled the tournament three times, I'm going to be like, man, like I'm chilling. I don't yeah. think we're going to play. Mm, yeah. Two weeks later, a week, a week be- before that, they'll be like, hey, we're leaving. We're playing next week. So how, do you, how do you prepare? Yeah, you yeah. Can't. I went there out of shape twice. Mm. I still average twenty three for the yeah. national team overall. Yeah. Nice like fun. you know what I mean? Mm. For sure, for sure. Like last year we pl- our last tournament we I played the three m- games that mattered. The other two I just chilled. Like I didn't. I barely played. Relaxed, but because mm. we're beating Eritrea and um and 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 team Tanzania that they just it's not oh. fair. Obviously, I don't know this because yeah. I don't watch the basketball like yeah. national team basketball that frequently and you said before like Libya the way they came they were prepared like a domestic team like a local team how is the standard like do you have any stories about versing random countries this guy said yeah. something about versing Uganda do you got some stories for us about like playing on that national level versing other African teams yeah so um, like Libya like they're very like organized they play together mm. they you know they they did everything they could you know what I mean and as a team, they're better than Somali right now. Structurally. As a team, yeah. structure, running plays. Mm. Sure. It's not just running up and down. We just hit or miss, shoot threes. So I yeah. remember we played um, first tournament 2013. The d- couple of days before that, I hyper extended my knee playing one-on-one with the NBL legend, Damon Larry. 
because mm. we always played we call a grime grimy spot it's on yeah. youtube as well one-on-one yeah. -on -one, no fails you know you work on all parts of your game yeah so i hype extend my money but i wasn't gonna miss the national team no, no <laughs> so i put two <laughs> knee pads on i was out there wow. i had no business being out there but i thought uh, me being out there is better than someone else that for sure like you gotta realize this our country we as good as we got type you know what i mean for sure you can't just bring in guys who just play somali tournament so we played the first game no expectations there's like maybe 30 40 people watching us mm. you know half three four five of them was my family yeah and then um and then we won we we won the first game Inshallah. and then it was crazy in the warm-ups one of my teammates from canada broke the backboard the whole ring ripped it down yeah Damn. mind you the soccer is next to a soccer stadium where it's incredible yeah. it's like a spaceship this yeah. tanzania <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and then next to it it's a shed a basketball stadium wow. <laughs> it was so hot in there like made of metal wood a mm. shed yeah. with no intel installation uh none of that stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. what's the word installation, installation yeah. Yeah, yeah. none of that stuff <laughs> so <laughs> we go in there and then when we won like the media, everybody's going nuts, you know? Yeah, Somalia, yeah. they're not the same. They have all these cartoon characters, memes and they stuff. They put it around. We're strong, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? We beat Burundi, I think. We smacked Burundi. Yeah. Mm. We were nice. Yeah, yeah. And then the stadium is packed. People start flying all over the world to Just come to watch. watch. I oh, swear well. to God. Okay. The next day, there was no seating room. You can't breathe. Yeah. They open up two doors on each side. Mm. So the wind can come. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, I couldn't breathe. <laughs> fourth quarter we played kenya fourth quarter yeah. i swear to god i was seeing stars you know like the cartoon yeah, 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 yeah. it was so humid so hot we had s <laughs> this is the crazy <laughs> part we had slap of water like yeah, like yeah. you know bottles of water so we drink and we drink it i sit down we up we were up 25 30. yeah fourth quarter came <laughs> they came all the way back because we out there like zombies we saw it's so hot for sure mm. and the shed the smell like it was crazy so these Somali people, it's crazy, yeah? yeah? They love to be part of it, but there's no, like, understanding of that professionalism. Mm. Some dude comes sit on the coach's seat yeah. and just chilling. He's telling the coach, coach, move out of the way. <laughs> it is wild. And then as I'm drinking the water, it was probably the last bottle. Some guy comes next to me and just... I drink it, go, go like this. <laughs> Greg grabs my bottle, start drinking. <laughs> I was like, give it here. He goes, why? I'm thirsty too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm playing a game. He's got no idea. <laughs> no idea. I'm playing a game. Yeah. And then we win the game. Um, we're going back to the hotel. The cars are following us. Beep, 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 going nuts. Yeah. Mm. We go back to the hotel. I'm exhausted. Everybody going up to their room to have a shower and mm. stuff. I go up to the room, the, f the lift, all these people come in the lift. I'm like, oh, yeah, good job, Captain, this, that. All right, cool, you know? I'm like, thank you. I'm like, where are they going? Yeah. So <laughs> I go in there, <laughs> and then I go to my room. I open the door. They're all walking. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? You can't be in here. Time and place. They just yeah. want to hang out with you. Yeah. Like, they're really dope, you know what I mean? No, 100%. And then uh, the culture changed because in Somali and stuff, guys can hold hands. They talk to you, the elders or the friends and stuff. Mm. So they hold your hand or, pu or put their hand on your thigh. It's sus over here, though. It's different yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? So very different. You have to speak properly. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very different. <laughs> 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 um, so, like, the American... I understood a little bit, but the American... American oh, they had no guy, idea. They had no oh, idea. Because some of them really, like, they went there extra young. But here mm. we're more cultured. 
as in like the Somali culture. Mm, okay. So the Somali American guys, one guy we chilling, one guy put his hand here. <laughs> he's like, Yusuf, help me. <laughs> it was, oh, I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. And then and then while you're walking, they go like this, hold your head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like the guy's like ah! <laughs> Oh man. Like the culture has changed. Yeah, but be, pa- playing on the national team. It's like the most incredible thing. Yeah. Mm. And then everybody calls you when you're winning. You know what I mean? They want to be part of it. The prime minister, we spoke to him on speaker. They feed you good. When you're winning, you lose nobody. <laughs> you're not going to hear yeah. nothing. Which mm. is cool. I like that. Okay. It's cool. But um, at some point, like it'd be good to kind of have a, like say 600,000 You got for the tournament. You for pay sure. the players. You all do mm. all of that. Once you run a professional t- program like that, mm. you could do a tryout. So one day when I do take over, that's the plan, you know? That's the goal, yeah. You just don't want to play. You want to, like, take it to another level, yeah? Yeah. Like, it was nice at the start, after so many years of civil war, to to participate. 100%. You know what I mean? But for me, I believe if you're in first, you're last. So no participation award. This ain't no primary school. Like, you know what I mean? You got to win at some point. So And I feel like if we have the right team, which, like, myself and... This other guy called Faisal. Yeah. That's the backbone of the team. Mm-hmm. You got your best players, and then you fill in all these young guys, you know, that and try to get them into a real team, mm-hmm. you know, and help them develop into that, that like being on the national team, sense of pride. Mm-hmm. There's there's a different calm playing with experienced guys, you know. Yeah. You're never in a hurry. Mm-hmm. And blowouts are very rare, you know. Yeah. Um s- but yeah, hopefully so we get there one so day. So what's the Somali team lacking then? Is it that, that leadership? Um, Obviously, Organization. Yeah. Yeah, as a whole, w- just we lack organization. Mm-hmm. Like, even like, now we know there's a tournament in January. You know what I mean? Are you playing in that? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if we don't, it'll be an issue. But <laughs> like, you ca- you c- yeah, like, people, there's people that deserve to be there that earn the right. Mm can show you why, you For know sure. what I mean? Like, you don't just take 23 points a game, six rebounds, whatever, and all of a sudden put a guy in who, who's barely hooping mm. anywhere that played the Somali tournaments in Minnesota or something, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Doesn't work like um, that. Yeah, like, I think that's wrong, you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but if, if someone wants my position, absolutely. Yeah. I don't mind. I should never have to try out, mm. but I don't mind going over there and giving them work, like, you know, show me what you got. Like if you better position. than me, I got you. Yeah, I li- me, I'm into that. Like yeah. everybody fights for their position. Show your no work, handouts. Basically. No handouts. And I'm willing to be on a chopping block for that, you know. So that's the type of culture I would love to create for our national team. No, Does do some of the rest of the players have that mentality or is it just you? Um, there's people that care. Okay. There's people that care. Um, they just have, s- instead of collectively, I think our people like, Somali culture is amazing, mm. but I think sometimes we, we get in our own way. Like, mm. everybody want to be the reason why we win w- instead of, like, let's all be the reason why we win. For sure. mm. You do your job as a manager. You do your job as a coach. You do your job as a teammate. I do my job as a captain. We put it all together as a team manager. There's mm. guys who's team manager. They don't even wash our own, take our uniform. <laughs> I thought yeah. team manager was co- supposed to collect the uniform, do that. We wash our own clothes. Yeah. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. embarrassing. Exactly. <laughs> it's like that's the national I know team. I sound like a like you know a hole, but yeah, yeah. it's like, like my uh, state league two team was washing my clothes for me. Yeah. <laughs> state league, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. So it's like setting a standard, you know mm. what I mean? And 
and I think um, you know definitely having our legends involved is 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 a must because if you don't respect is uh, the history of Somali basketball. Mm. That's our, our history, regardless what you think, mm. you know? Yeah, for sure. Uh, whether you grew up in America or not. Once you understand those people, what they mean, like Coach Barajab, uh, rest in peace, you know, Sheikha, Sheikha, who's the head coach now, um, and all these legends that played the game, you for know sure. what I mean? For that, sure. That, de that deserve the love. But at the same time, it's kind of like, okay, participation is over. Mm. What does each person... Is every person is going to be accountable, mm. including myself. Ha a lot of times, you like with that killer mindset, the mentality to like you know push yourself and like not get handouts. You can't really teach that. No, you can't. Yeah. You, you probably see so many times like there's a lot of guys in the community like come on, train hard. You know, you know what it takes to make it. You try to you know push them in the right direction. You can't do that. It has to be an internal thing. So how can you shift, especially when the other side of the world? Like, what can you do that kind of teaches you know? people to take that step because i know in soccer it's exactly the same mm. like when you said talent i know we grew up with a lot of the somali boys mashallah these guys are talented you know they're ballers but then taking it to the next stage the hard work yeah you know mm. you have to be willing f number one thing you have to be willing to receive information like when i was younger i seeked information mm. and over time i you know i understood who to listen to and who not to listen to if someone was in the nbl i listened to them because i wanted to learn sure. now and then I listen to the other guy, and then I make my own like come up with my own um, you know solution or or plan. Mm. The difference is there's so much information out there, and every guy is a professional now. <laughs> you yeah. like where do you play to to yeah. to have a voice? Mm. Like no disrespect, like where do you play? Who are mm. you? Yeah, yeah. You know, but when 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 certain guys and straight away in our culture, when you're like thirty, you're washed up. Yeah. yeah. Why? We said mm. that, yeah. LeBron's yeah. like, what is he, 38, 37? 100%. Mm. You know? Mm. Chris Paul. That's when you even start, you know, getting nice. Mm. Yeah. Because it's all brain now. You yeah. need to tap into that. But in our culture, um, I think like this, everybody want to overthrow you, but not learn from you. Mm. You know mm. what I mean? And that's okay, overthrow someone, but learn. You don't even know the blueprint. Mm. Like, for example, growing up playing, you know, growing up in Heidelberg, I had a choice, hang out with my friends, go clubbing, you know what I mean? I'm not going to put them out there. But yeah, yeah. Go you know who you are. Yeah, go clubbing. <laughs> Don't put them on <laughs> Go clubbing and all of that stuff. Yeah. I chose to like play ball and then go home. Yeah. You know what I mean? But sure. when did that switch happen? Because that can't just happen from like That's early high school. Like It can't yeah. just be like that. Yeah, yeah, there has to be moments that changed you. I, I don't know if there's a moment, but it was like this. They wouldn't let me play. With them. Who? So I actually really? initially, yeah, the older boys. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Hague Street Primary School, yeah. Hague okay. Street oh, Primary Hague School, Street. we used to jump the fence and play. Yeah. Um, fights every day. Yeah. One on one, <laughs> so you had to be tough. <laughs> you know what I mean? You win some, you lose some. But um, we um, uh, we we start playing there and uh, they wouldn't let me play. And then there was this Lebanese guy, Maroon. He's like, nah, you play with me. Then I got better and better. And I start staying late. Because me, I can't let... Another man tell me I'm I'm not good enough. Yeah, mm. just can't. All of a sudden, I wanted to be a soccer player, and my dreams were all soccer. Left it alone. Mm. Basketball, focus. But you know what? You have nothing. Uh, you have no vision. You have no goals. You don't know where you're playing. I watched Michael Jordan's game on on Channel Ten. I think yeah. his last game. Understood a little bit. Be like, okay, how do you get there? There's no journey. There's no mm. roadmap. You don't. There's nobody you can tap into. Mm. Sure. So. 
uh, I started watching my friend Salah and, 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 and another friend, Abdelgamadid and stuff. They had a um, Foxtel. Oosh, yeah. So we go there and they'll record the games for me and I'll get the tape and then I'll repeat the same move over, over, mm. over. Yeah. And then um, oh slowly I started watching this guy called Abdelgamadid. He's, he's like the Somali Chris Paul. Do yeah, you know him? Legend, <laughs> legend, he's a yeah, legend. Like, yeah. absolutely. If basketball, he just. <laughs> He's is that good? He's he's nice. He's good at every sport. He's yeah. all uh, all Somali. Yeah. Like you know how they say all Australian yeah, yeah. or all American. <laughs> all he's good American. at every yeah. sport. Yeah. Yeah. He's the he's top three in every sport. Yeah. In basketball, he's Talented. the man. Mm-hmm. So I saw him play. I'm like, damn. Okay, he plays rep. What does that mean? I w- I went to watch him, and I was like, okay. And I spoke to the guy he was playing against, uh, mum. And his br- uh, he had a brother that's my age, yeah. Ash Breyer. So the brother is Travis. He's an artist now. He draws amazing, like Michael Jordan stuff. Yeah, yeah, you that's know, cool. I check it out on Instagram. Shout yeah, out. That's what's up. Yeah. And then um, so I started playing with Ash. My parents let me sleep over their house. His brother used to train us all the time. Travis, yeah. train us, train us, train us. We wanted to make the NBA. That's when I first learned what NBA is and how do you get there. Mm. Uh, so before that, it was a foreign concept to you. I like I wanted to be a professional basketball player, yeah. but what does that look like? True. I don't know. And what age was this? Uh, probably 14, 15. Yeah. Did you have Okay. I was just going to say, is that considered late? I don't know how it very works in the basketball late. world. Yeah. Very mm. late. I started playing like around 12. Mm. Yeah. Even that's considered late, yeah? Very late. Yeah. <laughs> really? That's they, very they late. They start at four years old. Mm. Yeah, oh. but, well. but so I just put my head down. One thing I always ask my brother, I'll never get outworked. Mm. What does that look like? I don't know. But I knew in the morning this was my routine. Eventually, um, I made the ICT team, which is um, intensive training camp or whatever it is. So they select a group of talent around the region, and you train at a certain place. So we train at Mill Park Stadium, like six, seven of us, mm-hmm. cold as hell, you know. But we train there, and I work so hard that six a.m., six thirty to seven thirty. Then you come home, have a shower, then go to school, and then lunchtime I'll train all the whole lunchtime in a second gym. Thanks to Miss, you know, a lot of shout outs today, but yeah. Miss, uh, my Russian PE teacher, Miss Ring, yeah. she locked me in the second gym and nobody else can get in and I just work out, Damn. you know, and then do the same move, do the same move mm. every day. And then when I come home, take a nap and then train. That wooden stuff will keep my time and my sisters. It became like a whole goal. So um, it's crazy. Like my siblings, I got videos, like my siblings used to come. They're all little, like five, six of them. Um, this lady got us uh, clickers, you know, the counters. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So two of them, and the the two the youngest ones, I think, it was Daoud and um, siblings, like with um, with count the yeah. little ones, and the older ones would pass to me. So yeah. I'd make a thousand shots, not shoot, make a thousand literally. shots, mm. literally. Get it in. And I'm shooting like thirty percent, forty percent. So poor kids. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm mad at them when I miss. <laughs> so they endured all of that for years and years and years, and then. Um, but and they would come, you know, it's crazy. Like they would come, I'd, I'd play a game, so um, they would dry my clothes on the, <laughs> on the heater, you know, the ones yeah. that come there. Yeah. They would dry my clothes <laughs> while I'm coming from training. Like it was a team effort. Mm. Like my, boss, boss. my whole family chipped Shout in, out to them, yeah. my sisters, my brothers. Like I heard it was our dream. Yeah. I heard there were stories about, I think you should tell this story about the whole you getting your case in when you were running. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you just tell that story. That, that's so a funny story. So it's crazy. Like, um, like that's the thing. So after school, take the nap, then train at night, and then eat and, ch- like, chill a little bit or go to bed. 
but around like say one o'clock, two o'clock. I was like Floyd Mayweather mm -hmm. before, like not not that good. But I'm <laughs> yeah. saying the work ethic. Yeah, you yeah, know yeah. how he just runs random times for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Because he He's just different. That's it. Yeah. That's the you urge, the urge. So every night I would run around maybe sometimes two a.m. And my dad and the siblings all in the car, and my dad would follow me with the car. So one particular day, like all the way, like Rosanna, uh, you know, going through, um, is it Low Plain, Atway yeah. Road, yeah. Mm. the Low um, Burgundy, yeah. then uh, Lower Harderberg Road, yeah. that dip, that dip, and then up the Rosanna Hill, yeah, oh wow. like yeah, with a weight vest, yeah. By the way, how so old were you then? Uh, probably anyway after fifteen, all yeah. the way to like nineteen, okay. I was doing that, and then um. So they would follow me with the car. I would run with the jacket the whole time. And is that like 2 a.m. at night sometimes? Sometimes 2, sometimes 11, but always got it done. Yeah. I just didn't, I just, like, because the guys I saw that was doing well was a guy one year older than me, Daniel Dillon. Like, mm -hmm. he was nice. Yeah. He went to Arizona. Bola? And then Patrick Mills. Huh? Ooh, Patty yeah, Mills. so Patty was the, you know, the man, you know? Mm. So you like, oh, I want to bust his ass, yeah. you know? Mm. Like, yeah, so just always envisioning those guys are better than me. I don't believe they're better than me, yeah. but you have to be realistic and in a status-wise, they are better than me. Coaches yeah. see them better yeah. than me. For so sure. I'm chasing them. So when I'm running, I always envision them a little bit faster than me when I'm sweet. Always, they always beat me in mm. my own practice. Yeah. And that's how you get better. So um, that's how, um, you know, training and all of that, you know, running those two. What happened one of those cases. nights though? What happened one of those nights though? So the one night when they were following, <laughs> the police pulled my dad over. Why are you following him? So I had to oh get yeah. my head. Oh, <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. No English? No English, no English. So um, I turned around and, no, no, that's my dad and stuff. They're like, oh, cool. After that, whenever they see, they're like, hey, <laughs> yeah. let us alone, you know? Yeah. But um, it's a quick story, like, you know, because it's good to shout out the parents, like, and the culture and the, you know, the difference. Yeah. Um, that people don't understand is um <coughs> one day the siblings are all in the car and uh, they they come to booze bus yes so, <laughs> so so they ask my dad oh sir have you been drinking he said yeah yeah plenty plenty <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh my god plenty <laughs> 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 you like, oh yeah oh pull over here you know how they you know when they take you to the side yeah. is a problem yeah, yeah so um they go um so oh what did you have so Oh, I had Coca-Cola, <laughs> I had Fanta. The guy's like, oh, man. Dad's having a nice chat with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was crazy, you know. But, but shout out to the police, though, because in a sense, like, for real, I know there's a lot of craziness going on, but in a, in all honesty, Harderberg community and Hay Street Primary School done a great job. Like, yeah. um, we were scared. Every time we see police, we run, mm. like, literally run. And what they start doing is coming to our primary school camps. Yeah. So early days in the camp every time they try to sit next to us we move away mm. you know day two day three we became <laughs> like this mm. like to the point where over time we, we i had a great relationship with them sure. so you know you get your goods and bads mm. with those jobs so i think i'm not trying to be yeah. that guy but it, it's interesting that your parents supported you that much because sometimes when you're 15 and you're like i want to make it for example you said yeah. basketball you didn't even know what the nba was yep so you're so new into a sport that i think a lot of smilers maybe were into football more like soccer mm. so you trying to push yourself like go for runs at 11 p.m at night how did you get your parents to like support you Cause that's very hard to get you know especially at a young age yeah so my parents are competitors so you have to know your parents mm. number one so um i started playing rep 
and the coach, uh, the team manager, Ash's dad, used to come pick us, pick me up. We go, I'd sit on the bench, you know, maybe play two minutes. We go to Geelong, Bendigo, Ballarat. No love right there, you know? Mm. Um, but I'm getting better slowly. So one day I told my dad, look, come watch me play one time. And if, I'm, if you don't like it, I'll stop, you know? Um, so he came, watch me play. And thank God that night I sat on the bench. I made one mistake. I was in there for a couple of minutes, sat on the bench the whole time, and I was mad. So my dad, he's a general. He ain't going to take nothing, you know? Yeah. He's like, why is my son no blade? <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yeah, in my head, you know? And I started getting mad, too. And I'm like, that's it, I quit. He's like, come on, son. And in the car, I was like, you know, I was, like, I was teary, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. I was so angry. You know when you're getting so angry? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know you could play. So I was like, I'm going to make it with or without you, yeah. you know? But if you help me, I'll get there easier. Yeah. And he said, okay, promise me you're not going to be on some BS. You're going to work hard. For sure. I said, easy. I already do that. Yeah. He uh, never had to tell me anything after that. Are you the oldest sibling? I'm the oldest. Oh, Yes and no. Okay. My brother, my cousin, my sister. Yeah, yeah I got a yeah. few people. but Just because, like, when I hear, like, you have a chip on your shoulder, yeah. kind of thing, like, you play with the older kids, yeah. and, like, I need to earn my spot. And you 14, 15, pushing yourself. Normally, I hear stories of, like, younger brothers. Like, you know, like Michael Jordan, you couldn't beat his yeah. brothers or something like yeah, that. And yeah. it's like, that kind of pushed him. Yeah. Where did that chip come from? Where it's like, I got to prove myself. Because my, like... I don't know initially where that came from, but I think it came from my dad getting hurt in the war. Mm. Then my mom being a soldier, like, mm. she, you know, I'll, I'll get back to the answer. But, like, example, like, my mom went to go get her license. We all waiting, excited, you know what I mean? Because yeah. nobody has license in our family. Uh, you know, the parents here, we all little kids. Mm. In primary school, Daoud wasn't born yet, or maybe, yeah. yeah, he wasn't born yet. So, um, and then she went, come, fail, come back. We're all like, oh, you know, we, it was all of us getting disappointed. She mm. go back again, fail, come back. Mm. So the last time she got it, she got us pizza when she came back. It was, we all celebrated. Like we won a championship. Yeah, That's yeah. our championship. So when I saw that, I was like, man, like I want to do it for all of us, you know? Mm. And why not me? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So hard mm. work pays off. You saw your parents going through struggle. Yeah. And like at the end of it, there's going to be a reward. So I have yeah. to do this. The only way I can become successful is through hard work. So you knew yeah. you had to, like you said, outwork everyone. Exactly. But we didn't even think of it as a struggle. Mm. It's just, that's just what we know. So mm. You don't know if you're poor unless you know you're poor. We weren't mm. poor. Yeah. We had food on the table, clothes on our back. Yeah, but sure. you just have to have like, I just, I just don't like losing, mm. you know, and that comes with everything. And then on top of that, even if I'm struggling, I tell myself, my siblings were drying my jersey d before in the heat, like mm. on a 40 degree day. Mm. You yeah. bum, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This boy is kicking your ass. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. then my dad told me, just be twice as good as everybody. That's the only way you're going to get far. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're in Australia. They're not going to give you a handout. Yeah. And he's, I'm not implying that, you know, uh, he was racist, but I'm just saying that's the reality. It'll work for Like him. early days, yeah. you have one token black kid in each team. And I'm never been the one to be like, oh, black, white. Nah, my best friends are white. Yeah. You know, my guys, Jared Luck, Ash Breyer. Yeah. Like, that's my guys. But at the end of the day, no matter how you dissect it, uh, early days, they used to say, you know, <laughs> the black kids, we play jungle ball. <laughs> like, which mm. is kind of true because we just hoop mm. with no, like, no tactic, not slowing down, not able to pass, set a screen for somebody else. Mm. We're just trying to get else. Mm. You score on me, I'm scoring you. So for me, I felt like I had to 
find a way to learn that proper game, sure. that game. So I can play organized basketball and I can play pickup. Mm. So once you do that, so back to back to the motivation. So that's what motivated me, and and it just got worse and worse and worse. And I'd create my own stories in my head. Oh man, they think I'm a bum, you know. And I just work twice as hard. I'll go to Somali wedding after after going gym. My friends and stuff will go to wedding, so I'll go after gym. This is a little. S- you know, I should have kept this in my head. It's <laughs> yeah, too late. Um, but yeah, you see all the beautiful Somali girls and stuff. Yeah. You're like, one day they're going to all know my name. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then you just create that. And then you pretend these guys, the guys are hating on you. Mm. So I can go work hard. So I go home and go for a run. For sure. Mm. You're building it's up the You're just a little psychotic. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a mental game. You're building yeah. up the beast. So I think, so I think it's a bit, yeah. I used to have a, yeah. So I had, um... I heard you say that. I, had a <laughs> so I, I, did have that. <laughs> I did have a black book and I lost it like maybe a couple of years ago, but I did have a black book where I wrote everybody who said anything negative about me. So when I make it, I was mm. going to be like... Kind so of Michael West. Jordan, Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like literally give it to them because... And I never wanted to prove people wrong. I wanted to prove me right. It wasn't for the people. Yeah. I truly believe I was supposed to be... I'm as good as any, better than most. Mm. You know what I mean? But, um, you know, like, you can have those great mentalities, but at the end of the day, as long as you can look in the mirror and be like, I exhausted everything. I never took a day off. I busted mm. my butt. I gave everything I had with the talent God gave me. Yeah. I can be, mm. I can look in the mirror and be satisfied. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I'm surprised you had so much energy after those khatos, but yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> impressive. Yeah. Um, So what about, like, the transition to like professional basketball, like just the first few steps and actually competing and trialing, how did that go about? Yeah, so there was no trial. So I, s- I was very fortunate that um, I swapped teams. So I started in Mill Park, then went to Diamond Valley. That coach gave me the most confidence. As a bottom age, under 18s, he let me loose, go play, mistakes, turnovers. Mm. You know what I mean? And then um, I got better. He's from Bacchus Marsh, that coach, yeah. you know, Rob Kavanagh, a lot of shout outs, yeah, shout but out. you no, know, but for real, you have to be, you know, thankful for the people that helped Where you. Along you started, the way. Yeah. yeah. So he helped me like, let me loose. Th- that was the first time I was like, go hoop, you know, yeah. and guarding guys. So that's step that. And then I went to play with my boy, Moses with, for a coach, legendary coach, Al Westover. And that's when my whole life changed, um, at Melbourne Tigers, you know, um, playing on that team, training with the NBL team as a 17-year-old. Yeah. Ah. Wait, so, so did L notice you or something? Or who noticed we you? We played against them. Ah, so okay. they beat us by 40 the first time, but my teammates are watching the, them warm up because they... <laughs> you see, you ever see like Team USA versus yeah, in the Olympics yeah, yeah. versus Angola back in the day? Or something? <laughs> yeah. It was like that. <laughs> they dunking, doing this. I was like... But I'm like, why are you guys watching them? To warm up, you know? Yeah. Have some heart. What's wrong with you? Yeah. I thought we were going to beat them. Obviously, <laughs> my teammates didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, they, they smacked us. I had like 18 points. I'm s- I'm like stealing the ball, shooting three. And then I cry. Like, we lost in this. Then we played. Them, so, we lost by 40. Then we lost to them in the first round in the semi. Actually, first round or semi-final of the finals. Yeah. And we lost to them by 18. I played my heart out. Gave it everything I had. And we lost, and I'm crying. So my boy Moses says, why are you crying? You're supposed to lose. <laughs> but he's like, come play with me, I told you. Yeah. I was like, like, you know, beep, beep, you know, the F word and stuff, yeah, don't yeah. talk to me. 
and then afterwards I was I made the smart decision to go over and it was the best decision I ever made because that team and the 20s we trained with the NBL team so the first week of NBL yeah. was the w- first week two weeks of NBL was the worst basketball of my life for sure which team is this by the way Melbourne Tigers, Melbourne Tigers so yeah. there's Chris Anstey um, uh, uh, what's it called Daryl McDonald's and stuff okay, yeah. you know and they just kept trapping me and they elbow you. So I'm skinny by that time, you know? Yeah. And I, I cross over, I lose the ball as a point guard. Imagine your whole team is down there, you get ripped, they go and get in the layup. That's yeah. embarrassing. No, that I'm like, damn, this may not be for me. <laughs> and I'm mad every day, my ribs hurt, my body hurts. I'm at home like, <gasps> like I can't breathe, you know yeah. what I mean? So I went to Under Armour. My mom was like, you know, it'll be all right. Toughen up, you know? And that would that would just live at that time it's like la yeah. <laughs> 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 all that rebounding for nothing. <laughs> so I got them uh, under armor pads, you know, yeah. and put it all on my chest and stuff. And yeah. and then I st- the second week I'm like nah. So I started using my speed in and out, go go. And then I thought, oh shit, I can this do works. this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gain confidence. I could have quit, but I didn't. Never. Uh-huh. There's no quitting in me, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't quit. Did you ever think about quitting at that time though? Because obviously it's a transition to now you're playing in like, nah. not the major leagues, yeah. but like big boy leagues, you know? Now nah, I always gave myself a day or two to feel sorry for myself. And then boom. But yeah, then go back to back it. Back into mm. it. Yeah, but never, quitting never was an option. You can't quit. Like you work too hard. Why? Mm. Yeah. Once you quit, you'll always be a quitter too. Mm. So sure. don't start. <laughs> you know, so um, that's the first we- uh, couple of weeks of MBL and then became a development then. I went to youth, um, you know, JUCO, junior college in Chica- uh, Texas. Okay. And I started bowling and getting better and better and better. The speed was different. Physicality was different. Then I transferred into Chicago. How would you get to Chicago, though? Like, And what was your reason for going to Chicago? So in the summer, my uncle was there. So I didn't want to come back home. I wanted to stay there, get better. Okay. I didn't want to come back without it. Like, a, I know it sounds crazy. You don't, you don't really know information. Like sure. now you know all the channels. You go to college and you do this, you do that. I thought I was gonna get a contract in the NBA, mm. but because you don't know any information, you yeah. know. Um, and so you went to Chicago to try and get into the NBA? No, no, I went to Chicago to stay with my uncle. Yep. To get better and get a college there. Okay. Yeah, for sure. So I was playing at the beach, and I'm I'm not gonna lie. Anybody can play over. Everybody, most people can play over there. Like their standard compared to here is completely different. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Most people, ca- they talk a lot though. Mm. Like they'll tell you, this guy, I'll bust you, this, that, that, blah, blah. Mm. You're like, damn, first time I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I believe in myself, but I'm like, oh, this guy means business. <laughs> yeah. And then you see them play, you're like, oh, nah. <laughs> Come on, bro. You know? Yeah. But it's good. Like then it made me alert. So I started to do that. Anytime I play pickup or whatever, I start talking. Not for them. But for me, because yeah. if I'm mad, at, if I make you mad now, you're going to give me your best. Mm. Now I'm getting better. Yeah. That's how I felt it. Mm. Some so. people misunderstood that. So that's, I got to Chicago, then I saw this uh, elderly white guy walk past and he's like, oh, I like your game. Where are you from? Oh, I'm from Australia. Put on the accent a little bit. Get out, mate. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have an accent like that. <laughs> yeah. But it worked. So he's like, come with me. I got a school for you. I don't know why I trusted him. Get in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is days, everything right. your parents tell you not to do. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know I can fight. You know what I <laughs> mean? So I, I don't know. I, it's so dangerous. Yeah. Don't do this, you know, guys. <laughs> All the kids don't do this. So I went with him. He took me to tryouts. On a Juco team. And I start killing. Mind you, they were fast as hell. 
yeah. like so fast. But my shooting kept me in there, and my basketball IQ kept me in there, you know. And then, um, and I got to that college, Oakton Community College. Oh And wow. then yeah, and then um, that year started off rocky, you know. I came off the bench the first six games. Mm-hmm. Um, they had a co- uh, a player that was there. So yep. JUCO is like two year schools. That's all. And most of those guys, they they they're really good. But they're not good at school, yeah. like that. But for me, I don't know how to get into um, uh, col- big colleges. Or oh, actually, earlier in, in a couple of years earlier, I went to LA and Denver, and <laughs> there's no <laughs> there's no videotape anything at the time. Mm. So uh, one of the basketball guys, <laughs> Ross, Ross Wignall, he wrote me a basketball letter to explain that I was really good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's the only <laughs> way to showcase yourself then. Yeah, you don't know. You like know a resume. Yeah. You just got to, like a resume. Yeah, yeah email, exactly. that's it. You don't know. Yeah. And then I, I actually, first time I made a CD, <laughs> I mailed it to all these <laughs> colleges. Um, I don't want to know, I don't want to say how I cut that up. But look, all right, we cut it up, right? We mm. made the video. I put like all these gangster music on there, like, like, like you made you made a highlight yeah. reel of yourself. Yeah, Australia I made a seems cool, and then in America they're like, we don't want this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but no, I thought it was that? really cool. Mm. On top of that, that's not what they want to see either. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you don't know, like that's what I'm saying, like, like you know, like you don't know what you're doing. Now, now I can channel help guys this information. Back there, I'm just winging, mind you. For sure. Yeah. I'm, the, you know, so I went there. You know, struggled the first few games, start bowling, and then, then made second team all conference in as a freshman. Yeah. And I came back for holidays. Yeah. When I came back for holidays, I got a. That's when I started playing with the NBL team, practicing, practicing, and I decided to stay home because I got a development contract. Yeah. Then I yeah then I start playing the games. For Little sure. minutes, but yeah. Being naive, Loki helps you as well. Like not knowing the system and whatnot, you know. In regards to like. If you weren't naive, yeah, you couldn't have like went out there and showcased yourself. Because a lot of people right now are too scared to showcase their work in the sense that they yeah. might have the talent, but they won't go that extra edge and be like, hey, I don't care who this person is, elderly white person you're referring to. It's like, I don't care if I get into that, why not type of thing, yeah? yeah. But I was going to ask you, yeah, so um, you came back into the NBL yeah. um, after, was it that two weeks that you were there? After why? Yeah, I was going to yeah. ask you. So after the two weeks that you were there? So I, w- I came back, it took a while. Yeah. It took months of training with them training with them training with them and then just guys got injured so yeah. y- you get lucky you know ever you know the sad part about young being young and professional is um the only way you're gonna get a chance is either someone gets injured yeah. you know or someone gets fired you know so that's the only reason i got an opportunity actually the first game we play you play garbage time at the start yeah. So I played garbage time and. Was that like three minutes per game, something like that? Yeah, it depends. If you you either your team is up twenty yeah. or your team is down twenty yeah. with three minutes to go, because there's no coming back, right? So um, my first game, um, we played against Wollongong, and I was waiting for that opportunity forever, oh forever, and I just just went at it. I'll show you guys the video. Mm. It was nice. The is this the, um, if I'm not wrong, is this the crossover video? Yeah, so I dropped the guy. Bro, if there's one thing I know about Yusuf Kahfa, it's that crossover <laughs> video. <laughs> First move, I'm like, this is, this is such a Somali thing. You know Somalis, how we're naturally like, yeah, we want to show off our moves and this yeah. and that, yeah? You want to explain the story actually? Like what was going through your head when you tried to cross that guy over in your first match? I wanted to get a contract 
with every dribble. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, you don't know. Like that's what I'm saying. So I just dribbled, cross the guy up, push, push, push the ball, he bothered him a little, and then I was about. They wanted me to run a play, and Chris Ansley was like, "Nah, come off this screen." So I came off a screen. The guy went under. So that that's basketball terms means he went underneath the screen. That's their strategy. Where for guys that they don't know that can shoot. Or they, yeah. they know that they can't shoot. One of those. You know what I mean? So uh, usually if that happens, you pull, uh, like you go behind the screen and shoot the three yeah. if you're a good shooter, which I would. But at that particular time, first position, I wanted to go to the rack, yeah. go to the rim, you know? So I came off the screen. He got under with speed. Between the legs, changed direction, <laughs> and he just went boom. You know, <laughs> it was the best thing. The crowd goes crazy. Mind you, yeah. half of the crowd was for my family. <laughs> 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 and the Never kids are coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was like, when I made it, it was like everybody made it. Mm. You know what I mean? For sure, and for sure. even like, you know, after each game or to the games, um, you know, my siblings would come to the tunnel, you know, eat the fruit with me. You know, they eat the fruit. The team welcomed them, you know. And then, I hanged out with my family. Afterwards, we got a light going, get a thigh sh thigh thick shake. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, chai thick shake. Uh, chai what th year was this? 20 2010 to 2012. Okay. Yeah. To 20, yeah. Guys in the league were upcoming, like Ben Simmons and Paddy Mills. What was that like playing with Paddy Mills? We were on an Australian under-19 schoolboys team together. So, wow. um, mind you, Paddy Mills is having a breakout season at the moment. Yeah, the Brooklyn Nets. Paddy's always like he had similar game. He was always nice. Yeah, but um, he's a hard. But the Australians, like for example, him, even like Bella Vadova and stuff, they're just very hardworking players. Yeah, like they're like pit bulls on the court. It's like every single play, every single second, they're running around, yeah. and they were never like mm. even every second, yeah. they were not going to give up. They're never. And it's like that's what you see with the Australians, which is very yeah. good, you know. It's yeah. annoying to verse because of how hardworking they are. Absolutely, and physical. Yeah. Mm. But Paddy, yeah, Paddy, uh, like, he's different. Like, he's a beast, you know what I mean? He works really hard, so that's why he has, he's where he's at, yeah. you know? And, sure. and you know, it's nice to get opportunities as well, you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, he made the most of every opportunity he got. Um, it was crazy being on an Australian team together. We had a really good squad. Did he, because obviously you... I was the starter. Okay. If that's what on you're trying to ask. No, 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 yeah. it wasn't. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll put it in there anyway because <laughs> you were saying you were very hard working like from 15, 16 Absolutely, you're going yeah. for those runs when you got to that team and you saw people like Paddy Mills or whatever did you hear stories of people doing similar things or were you the black sheep? Um, I didn't care like because we all similar age mm. I, I'm going to be I thought I was better than all of them yeah. um, but in reality if you look at that team probably I was the, probably the second best player the best player was this guy, Michael Cedar. Okay. He was just physically bigger than all of us. Yeah. <laughs> he was dunking. He was already in the NBL for Townsville Damn. at the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. So, yeah, he was a beast. And we, I, you know, I became, we played against each other. So how we worked is we played in Canberra against each other, mm -hmm. all of us. So we lost in the grand final against New South Wales. But during that time, I've guarded Marco Cedar, Paddy. So we beat all of them a lot to get there, mm -hmm. right? But Marco Cedar was the only one gave me to like 24 points. Mind you, I still had like 22. Mm. But and I'm just hooping. Yeah. I don't really understand the game. I'm just balling. I'm getting turnovers. Like there's no... I'm challenging you. I'm better than you. That's mm. how I'm playing. Yeah. Rather than like, oh yeah, tactics, this, that. Nah, I just straight raw. 
Sure. And he's posting me up doing fadeaways, clinical. But and I'm a really good defender. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying to brag, but you know, at yeah. that particular time, it was very hard to bring the ball up against me. Sure. You know, so Mike gave me work, and then we we got into the Australian team. We made the All Star team together. The, the like national Australian team? No, no, no. So there, there's a there's a two different Australian teams. Okay, yeah. So Victorian, uh, like Australian schoolboys team. Yeah. Which most of the times that one seems a bit more fairer. Ah. The other one is a bit more like a, a boys club. For sure. For and sure. I'm gonna be honest with it, like because we should have made like under 18s, and we were the best team in Australia when I played for Melbourne. Mm -hmm. yeah. We didn't. None of us went to the tryouts because we know how it works. They'll cut mm. you anyway. Yeah. Mm. And we're the best. We lost like two games in two years, mm. fifty-three yeah. and two or whatever yeah. it is. And I thought I was the best shooting guard there. Our point guard was the best. Uh, Bo Bo I thought was one of the best in the in the league as well. And Moses and Oliver, you know, all of us. Yeah. And we didn't go to the tryouts. And then he they email our coach. You know, I remember this guy. His name is Paul Jones. You know. I don't care. Like I'll, sh I'll call him out. Like he never gave us a fair go, you know. For sure. And we smack his teams all the time. Mm. So it became a political stuff like that. And I that's the only time I, I felt like you know what, that's that's messed up, you know. Mm. So anytime we played those teams, mm -hmm. oh, we smashed them. Yeah. And we won back to back championships. Just so you know. Wow. So it you wasn't know? just like you were there. Well, just talent. We smoked them. Yeah. Like we yeah. smoked them. Like you know. Um, we lost like, yeah, we barely lost those times. And um, to get to those finals, it was good. Even the finals beating the best, like the guy who's the point guard for the for the Victorian team. Yeah. Now, if I made those teams, or m some of us made those teams, we would have been an Australian team. 100%. But the Victorian schoolboys team, if you're busting people, you're going to get in. Mm -hmm. They're going to take literally like maybe the best two players or one player if or of every state, mm. you know? So you okay. get a fair chance. If you're nice, you're nice. For sure, for sure. Yeah, so that's how I got on the Australian. Did experience. coaches try to? Because I'm seeing now that there's a like you're a big fan like of the mental side of the game, like you know like before you even beat the person on skill, it's a mental game. Did coaches push this on you? Like in the early 2000s, was it a big thing where coaches are trying to push the mental side of basketball more than the skill or you know? Yeah, Al Westover. Okay. So Al was the best. Like, um, he he taught me how to be a point guard, run place, you know? Because in practice, like, we practice three times a week, um, Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturdays, and then we play Sundays. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, Tuesday, Thursday, Sundays we practice. Mm -hmm. And um, he always, like, we run, like, Melbourne Tigers is all plays. Mm. It's called the shuffle. I, c I can literally name all the plays. For five minutes, I can talk and name like blue green purple yeah. two thirds two thirds under boomers boomers mm. like and you have to know each player as a point guard how to get you a shot how to get you a shot how to get every guy if i want to uh. get the five man a shot there's like 20 plays i can call yeah if i want to get the four man a shot three man a two guy my mm. own shots you know what i mean as a point guard you need to know yeah. that so that's when i really find out oh damn and i used to oh, think I, I start writing at home because that was different for me. It wasn't mm. just playing no more. Controlling the game, understanding, time and score. Mm. Okay, they add seven fouls. Draw a foul so you can get to the foul line. Mm. The mental side of it is 
how he challenged me, you know? Yeah. IQ. Sure. So basketball IQ kind of taught you. Yeah. yeah. So he, he just went after me. And if you messed up, he'll call you dumbass. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, my dad laughed so hard that I used to be mad. Like, why are you laughing so hard? Yeah, yeah. You don't even understand what he said. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, yeah. You can feel the vibe. Yeah, it was yeah. good, you know? He liked when I get yelled at. But Al was the dopest. Like one time, I used to play for a team called Kicks One on One on Sundays at MSAC yeah. with against the older guys. So my teammate was uh, Ben Simmons' dad, mm. oh uh, wow. Dave Simmons. Um, Son. And uh, I had a really good team and another co- guy, NBA legend Dave Biwa and stuff. So we play in those teams only because they used to give me free shoes here and there. Yeah. Like you know, because <laughs> you get in these Jordans that are expensive at the time. Yeah. yeah so that's why I play. So one time. I got suspended. Um, I got suspended because one of the guys like did something. He goes, and all three of us got suspended because, yes, I stared at the ref like, "Why are you sus- kicking yeah. him out?" And ch- yeah, they reported me. Anyways, I shouldn't have played domestic because it messed up with my Friday night basketball. Yeah. So uh, but you love the game too much. Yeah. So I had to tell him, and that was the scariest thing, to tell him that I couldn't play for a year. Who were you telling? Al Westover. Okay. And he's like, oh, he's the nicest guy. He'd be like, oh, yeah. Okay, cool. No Wait, worries. you got suspended for a year? For a year. Oh, so it wasn't just a match or something like that? It wasn't a match. So you got suspended from the NBL? No, 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 no. no. It was domestic. Okay. I didn't even do nothing. Like, yeah. it was the other two guys, you know. And then um, I told him, I said, no worries. I got to practice. I'm like, oh, he's cool. Oh, he started yelling at me, giving mm. it to me. Selfish. This. And that was, like, I could have any, like, most Somali guys would be like, yeah. man, F you, this, that. Mm. No, I like to be coach because I know I'm messed up. Especially if you mess up, man, enough own it, mm. you know? So I took it like a champ, you know what I mean? And I was so mad, you know? Anyways, you know, with little tricks and stuff, I got suspended six weeks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's good to be connected. <laughs> so, but I didn't deserve it, let's be real, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, anyway, so each week, those six weeks, he would yell at me, win or lose, he would just yell at me after each game. Mm. We lost because of you or we won, and but you're selfish, you know. Be- and it was the best life lesson I ever learned. Did you know that in the moment though? Or did you feel like, oh, why is he yelling at me in the moment? Like, Because yeah, later sometimes on you can reflect and I was say like, I was in between. Yeah. But I just knew not to say shit. Because he was a strong dude, dude. Uh, uh, he was strong. <laughs> And and you can see like he get angry and you see the little stuff. He <laughs> so do you know those people you don't <laughs> yeah, mess with. Yeah, yeah. Those coaches don't play. Mm. So and I respected him a lot because he I know he cared. Mm. That's the difference. Mm. When someone cares, you listen. Mm. You can't just listen to someone who just yell at you for no reason. Mm. And he cared like and he always gave me a fair go, you know, and then some. So anyways, I st- when I came back, it was incredible. I got the sportsmanship award. W- on a tournament we played in Bendigo and it was so weird he's like one minute you get a suspension next minute the refs give you a sportsmanship award mm. <laughs> you know what I mean it was mm. crazy but um, like Al Westover was like one the best for my journey for sure and for my national team is like Coach Barajab is it, is it okay if I transfer to Hard Knocks as you have one I'll, I'll go one more question on that yeah. so in regards to like obviously upcoming in the league not having like a roadmap and whatnot. Um, c- can you tell us like the importance of like having like a routine? Did you have a routine when you were coming into the NBL and even before that? Yeah, so because I know you did some weird stuff like have like peanut butter <laughs> <laughs> and stuff. So during Ramadan, <laughs> the games were like uh, the Big V games. Yeah. So I play NBL and Big V because you're not getting enough minutes in the NBL. Mm. So that means like 
the game is after time, like iftar, so at seven or whatever. Uh, yeah, so you can't eat heavy stuff. I wanted to eat some busa and stuff, you know, yeah. samosa and stuff, but um, you couldn't eat it. So what I did was um, I started eating white bread, honey, and banana sandwiches. And it gives you instant energy and you don't feel bloated. Nothing is yeah. beautiful. Sure. So that helped me a lot. So, and then you like you go to shoot around in the morning, then you take a nap and then you go back to the game at night. Yeah. My first shoot around, my first call up, hey, you playing today? I was late to an hour to the shoot around. <laughs> yeah. It was so bad. Like, it was so bad. Because the night before, I couldn't sleep. I was so excited. I don't get nervous. Yeah. I get so excited, like, yeah. too excited. I was like, man, I'm going to play. I'm going to give it everything. They don't know what's coming. I'm waiting for all my life. All yeah. that good <laughs> stuff, you know? Then you come late. <laughs> you come late. But I warmed up. It was probably the best thing. I killed a pigeon on the way. Uh, like what? Like a bird, a bird. Yeah, yeah. A bird. You know how birds flew? It was bad. Like <laughs> I'm saying, I'm trying to set the scene like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the first time, but it started off all wrong. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm okay, driving okay. to, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was late to shoot around. Once I'd done shooting around, I stayed around, sh got, sh you know, more shots up. Came home, took a nap. Killed a pigeon? No, no. On the way to the game, the, the kids were with me. <laughs> the bird, it was flying too low on yeah. Bell Street. <laughs> You know, <laughs> I'm like, what damn, do, yeah. I felt so guilty, but it was, I don't want to say it was the best thing, but it took my mind off the, the, the excitement yeah. and the game. Because mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, Allah, forgive me. I killed the, but I, I felt guilty. Yeah. I felt bad. So when I played, I played free. Yeah. So sorry to the pigeon, <laughs> uh, the bird, but... It was a blessing. It, it was a blessing because <laughs> yeah. I felt cool after that. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't yeah. overthinking. You Did know? you have like a ritual pre-game to kind of get you in the zone? Because sometimes life gets the better of you. There's family things, you know, your own life things. Maybe there's like an injury. And then was there something that kind of like let you go back like to, you know, back to focus? Um, for me, I didn't com overcomplicate things like that. You know, um, early days, I used to listen to like DMX and stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'd go in there, commit three fouls. With a hula. Yeah. I'm going too hard. Yeah. Like, oh, like I'm going to rage. Yeah. I had to slow down. I started listening to slow jams. My boy, Mike Rose, yeah. he put me on slow jams. Sure. That calmed me down. I was more calm going into the game. Mm. Uh, so besides that, you know, to be honest, just hanging out with my family, just being normal as possible and, and not overcomplicating it, you know, and, having a banana before games, maybe. How about in the game, when you feel like I'm having a bad game and that you have to obviously get back in the zone? Was there something that you did? Uh, yeah, you have to have like next play mentality. So amnesia. So you make a mistake now, oh, that's cool. Make up for it. I'm going to get that ball back. Yeah. Mm. Like I'm going to get that ball for back. Sure, you sure. have to, once you start doing that and you do it all the time, it becomes a habit. Mm. But if you dwell on the mistake, it's going to hurt. Like for example, uh, we were in, semi-finals uh our leading scorer fouled out in and on the national team oh wow yeah and you know there's a little cheating going on like they gave a free throws on an offensive foul that doesn't happen you know on a box out which but anyways like on the last play i drove my teammate was wide open underneath the wing in australia the bigs they usually seal the guy that's rotating so you pass to them lay it up game over I should have shot it. Three guys jumped on me. I passed to him. You know what I mean? And he fumbled a little bit. The guy, you know, tapped it. It was out of bounds. Mm -hmm. We lost. So 
you have to we had to play the next day you have to have like a short memory you can't dwell on it it happened you can't change it for sure you know what i mean nobody died it's a sport you know i I hear a lot like soccer and i know in basketball the same thing like when you're in a rut like a lot of shooters they talk about like you one game's three for 15 two for 16 you have that's you have to shoot your way out of it yeah. Which in your head doesn't make sense. It's yeah. like, what do you mean? You're supposed to see the ball get in the back of the net. Yep. Consistently, it's like, no, just keep shooting and eventually you'll go past it. Yeah. And you can't forget it. You can't remember the last shot and the last shot, the last yeah. shot. It's like every single opportunity is a new yeah. opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many of those, you know, there's a time, uh, you know, we played back-to-back games. I had like 28, 9 and 8 on the Saturday. Then we played the Sunday. And then um, I was t- uh, 4 for 22. <laughs> ah. I couldn't hit a, I couldn't hit an ocean with a beach ball. Yeah. Is that the term? Yeah, yeah. 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 You know what I mean? Uh, like and it happens. Mm. But if I was four for n- ten, I would have hated myself. For mm. sure. Because I like um I took myself out of it. Mm. I was a coward. But because I still took my twenty two shots, it showed that like, you know, I believed in myself. Mm. Each one I truly believe it, it was right there. I missed. It had nothing to do with defense. Mm. Do you have a favorite player? Absolutely. Uh, over th- all of all time? Yeah. like Larry Bird what? and Iverson. Okay. Yeah. Let's get Larry Bird yeah, first. Yeah, why Larry Bird? Yeah. Um, Larry Bird because I love the Celtics. Okay. And then also the story Sedell 3, when he used to coach me and uh, Sedell 3 Jr. Yeah. Um, me and Sadell 3 Jr. used to play full court one-on-one for 48 minutes. Yeah. So 12 minutes at a time. Yeah. yeah. And we're not allowed to run back. So that's how I got better. He used to he used to give me work. And I got better and better. And then it, w- it became... Sadell as in the guy that was a starting point guard for Magic Johnson? Yes. Oh, wow. His okay. son. His oh, son. his son. Okay. Yeah. He the Sade- that Sadell coached us. Yeah. Um, his son and I, we like wow. best friends. He was a little older, yep. and that was my. That's the guy I chased. He so was incredible. What was that a Larry Bird tactic? Is that so? He told yeah. me. He told me. That's what. I, yeah, he told me about stories about Larry Bird mm. after each practice. That's what I loved about him. He tell you. He give you some gems. We ask him. Okay, so those finals, what happened? You play with Magic. What did they tell you about? Even Bird? Larry Bird's mentality. I don't think people un- uh, they appreciate it. Larry Bird's mentality and also the numbers. Mm. Look at his career, 28, 8 Bro, and 8 or something. He's the only player ever to get three MVPs in a row. Yeah. The team players don't want to vote for you after that. Or like, you know, like Did he really get three in a row? Yeah, three. I didn't even know that. Only I didn't player my ever. Yeah. My bad. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I loved about him is the fact that he didn't care. And s- I can't tell you some of the stories that you know that they shared with yeah. me because off it's, podcast. it's a bit yeah off podcast i'll tell you guys because it's a bit sensitive you know what mm. i mean but he would by any means necessary he was going to win mm. and he was going to tell you okay i like that's why i liked him you know what i mean and i could resignate because i'm in australia he's playing with african-americans he's the minority mm. yeah. in the league yeah he is it's all yeah. about who you can resonate with. Yeah. And also, he didn't have the athleticism and stuff like yeah. that. Like in the 80s, it was a center's dominant league. And yep. this guy's coming in, a white guy that can't really dunk. And yeah. he's like, kind of come jump. on, you yeah. can't jump. Can't jump, yeah. But pass, dribble, shoot, yep. you had it all. Yep, yeah. and mentality. Yeah. He'll tell you he's going he gonna to kill you today, and he would. So that's why I loved him. And then I based my game on Iverson. Because okay. you were point guard, weren't you? Uh, point guard, shooting guard. Okay, you know yeah. what I mean? Mm. I was like, my time is probably when start things start shifting from a traditional point guard, which is why I kind of like maybe I think 
um, struggle with the coach's game plan when Al Westover mm. left uh, the NBL. The um, the other coach that was there, like he was a pure point guard. You know what I mean? Mm. Mm-hmm. And, and you were blended. He of wanted the two. me. Yeah, he wanted me l- more like that. Yeah. And I struggled, which is which made me like you know it hurt me in the long run because yeah. I started trying to play his way. Sure. Where yeah. instead, if I play like a sh- like a n- modern day point guard, yeah. like I was, you know, um, I would have been more successful in so that. Regard. So your game plan was going to the rack. My game plan was just lead the team, yeah, um, but attack, attack, mm. okay, score, yeah, or assist. Mm. Uh. You know, and you kind of mimicked Iverson's game, like you really liked him. Iverson was more of a shooting guard, but yeah. the skill sense side of it, yes, yeah. but not the point guard side of it. Mm. Mm. Iverson was go get a bucket. He was a shooting guard. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the point guard, I wanted to be type. I wanted to be similar, like, like a, who's a, like a Russ or or um, like a Ben Simmons type. You know what I mean? For sure. But with a little bit more shooting. Mm-hmm. Like so Ben played with us when he was sixteen years old, and he was man child the same way. Can I? Uh, I want to <laughs> ask on that because we had a guy come on and we we're chatting to him about like we talk about soccer players. Yeah. Some guy watches him on TV and goes. Wallah, I'm better than him. <laughs> it's like, bro, the guy's in the Premier League. He's in APL. Yeah. It's like, bro, I'm better than you. How's this guy better than you? And then people look at Ben Simmons like, how's this guy in the NBA? At 16, was he that good? Was he like... Anybody that knows basketball and that says that, they're just a hater. Yeah. Ben Simmons is like, real talk, jump shot away from being the best player ever. Is that just nice? like they say about Greek Freak mm. and just like they say about Russell Westbrook. All three of them Who had a that jump. About if he had a jump shot, <laughs> yeah, Max, Ke- Max, like Max, uh, Max Kellerman, yeah. uh, Max Kellerman, yeah. Iguodala, Google yeah. it, YouTube. Yeah. No, 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 no. but that's real. Yeah. <laughs> How many times that certain guys? He, that's that's true. Iguodala yeah. hits clutch shots, mm-hmm. yeah. and he's done it over time. So, and Russell Westbrook gets a jump shot. He's too fast for you, mm. too good for you. All ben rounded, yeah. All round. Ben Simmons, six foot eleven. Mm. Magic Johnson skill set. Great and defender. Then some Great handles, mm. one of the best defenders, yeah. top three defenders in the league. He For can sure. guard a big and a guard. Yeah. So even at sixteen, he was good. Even like at sixteen, he was okay. playing like a ki- uh, like a man. Yeah, yeah. If you see, like, if you see some of the footages on YouTube, you'll see like some of his passes were incredible. You know what I mean? And we played together, yeah. Yeah, we play on the same time. You know, and um, uh, he was like he's different, and all these people that hate on him, you know, people. Jealousy is a bad thing, man. Like at the end of the day, and and because of social media, everybody thinks their voice matters. Like nobody cares about what you think. Yeah, yeah. The guy's making two hundred eighty million. Sure. You really think he cares about? <laughs> oh, he should play center. Oh, he should play this. Oh, he shouldn't have went there. Who who are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just burnt twenty it's million dollars sitting yeah. on the sideline. He's the saddest part. Like that, a lot of people have so much opinion. Yeah. Just admire, mm. be a fan. Mm. Oh, you know, vo- you know, like that guy better. That's cool. Mm. But man, like you have no reason to ever tell someone if if it was that easy, why didn't you make it? Mm. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> like no, why are you micromanaging all oh, Ben should have that like, you know, all these forums and like, you know, I get added to groups, you know, I don't say much, you know, because mm-hmm. I just watch them like, oh my God, there's no point. Yeah. You can't yeah. go back and forth with idiots. Yeah, yeah you can't, you can't. Yeah. I was going to ask you though, yeah, you touched on Mike Rose and the yeah. whole friendship aspect of all, yeah? Obviously, coming into the league, getting up in there, 
obviously you want to try focus on your game and zoned in, try not go on club and get distracted from the boys from the area, this and that, yeah. What what's the importance of um like friendship when you were up and coming? You gotta be real with yourself first, yeah. number one. Like and stick to what you what you are and who you are sure. and not who you hang around. So for example, like, you know, when when I first met Mike, he came in, you got all these big Timberlands, yeah. you know? And um Where'd he come from? Chicago. Okay. So we kind of like that little connection, you know? Because yeah. Chicago is amazing, man. Shout out Chicago. You know? Chicago, yeah, shout out Chicago. <laughs> uh, so Mike, me and Mike, after we finished, you know, I hooked him up. I showed him all the place. So he's an import. If you don't play well, you get sent home quick. Mm. So I showed him all the place where he's going to get his shots, which play they're going to call, what name of it, everything, blah, blah, blah. So we connect, collect, uh, clicked straight away. And then um, I was like, I was going to give him a lift back to his uh, hotel. And he's like, no, like, what are you up to? I said, no, nah, I'm going to watch my boy Yui play soccer, who's playing for, um, uh, what's the team in North South, Mel uh, South Melbourne? He's Yusuf Yusuf. Yusuf Yusuf. Yeah, yeah, your boy, yeah. Superstar, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you said Yui, and I'm like, yeah. But yeah, Yusuf, that was yeah. my nah. training partner. Yeah. Ask him. Well, he's a, he was a baller, man. I yeah, still is, yeah, mashallah. I used to make him vomit. Anytime he work out with me, he'd vomit. Sorry, Yui. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He told me, cut that one. <laughs> <laughs> he told me last night, don't say nothing like that. Yeah. <laughs> but I had to tell the truth. That's the good episode. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, we're almost blackout when we worked out. You know, I know it sounds crazy. I promise you. Ask my, ask people who know me. So anyway, yeah. so Mike, we became tight because he chose to, like, come with me. I said, no, I'm going to go watch. You know, I don't go clubbing and stuff. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, I'll come with you. Are you sure? Yep. So we watched you. We played. Then we went eight together. And ever since, like, We've been like that, you know, and he was like my, when I started becoming a bit more calmer, because before that, I was like, it was me or you. I didn't want to be friends. I didn't want to fraternize with the opposite, pe like, you know, the people that I'm competing with. We're not going to be friends. Mm. I want to bust your ass. I want to kill you in a basketball sense, not real life. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So I didn't believe in being friends with you. I'm you're my competition. And my kind of, is that on me like hey it's okay to have a friendship work out together mm. and it took a while because even me <laughs> me and him we go training and then we play one-on-one -on -one after every day regardless who won for like, we would be so mad at each other swearing cussing the drive home for like an hour nobody say nothing even <laughs> when we ordering food yeah. i'm driving yeah wow. i'll be i'm driving i order my stuff i go like this so he can order. I'm not order, like, nah. You know what I mean? Well, that's mad the competition level. Oh my god, I'm a sore loser, and so was he. Like, if you accept losing, you're a loser. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But you need that at the professional level. Yeah, but it wasn't even an act. It was real. Like, I actually, I don't have a good personality when I lose. You know. So, anyways, so over time we got better. You know, um, and he helped me with that, and like more like a. Like, not be hard on myself. You know what I mean? Just, you know, appreciate it. And it, it, there was a day when um, he was really cool. There was a day where Al Westover and Warwick Giddy, Josh Giddy's dad, you know, shout out to the Giddy family. Yeah. You know, good people, you know, um, beautiful. He's beautiful. killing it in the league at the moment. Yeah, but his dad is an amazing human being, you know. Yeah. So, and Josh is an amazing kid. But um, they told me I was the first NBL um African first African in the NBL mm. as a guard too. Mm. Wow. Like you know how hard mm. it is now like there's so much which is amazing. Mm. It was a matter of time but 
it was so amazing to just be the first of something, you know. Exactly, um, you got kids that like can now look up to you and be like, "Hey, if he can do it, why not?" I yeah, can do it too, you know. Yeah. So shout out to that. So yeah, exactly. And then there was my boy Mathiang, Muo, you know, who's a straight killer. You know, plays for South Sudan. So just building those friendships over time, I start letting my guard down. Start having a little bit of like, okay, it's okay to be, you know, French friends. And yeah. and one thing about those guys is especially Mike. It's like. And Jared Luck, it's like, you can talk to them. They made me learn how to talk. And, and it's important, like, you know, talk about feelings, your girl problems, or, or real life things. How do you see it? What do you think? What would you do, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was the first time, like, I, I actually listened to someone. Before, it was like, who are you? Why are you giving me your opinion? You know how everybody want to comment and give you opinion on your life? Yeah. Who are they? You know? Mm -hmm. So that was the biggest thing I struggled with, like, were you I just a hard rock or something? Huh? You just like kept everything to yourself? Yeah, because like as you know, growing up, like Somalis, um, you know, would tell you like, oh, you're not going to make it, you know, you, c you won't even make WNBL. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Women's I mean? League. <laughs> they wouldn't make WNBL. <laughs> you know how hard WNBL is? Because mm. one of my friends, like Jenna O'Hay, she used to kill me in shooting. Yeah. She would make, she'd be mad she, m she missed two. 23 for 25 threes. Like, there's a different level. Like, that. that's what I'm saying. Like, real athletes understand women's sports or other sports. Yeah. All these catch potatoes are the ones that have all the, all the, oh, I could do it better, you know? All yeah. the talk, yeah. yeah. We have a Somali saying called, Habar fadido, like, den la fududa. I'll try to translate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm nice, dude. <laughs> <laughs> <Like> nice. <laughs> so it's I like, agree, like I agree. <laughs> <laughs> an old lady that's sitting down, it looks easy to wrestle. Like, meaning, it looks easy from the sideline, mm. basically, in a nutshell. Until she gets up. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, doing it is hard, you know? Mm. So, but I guess that's what become fans and, you know, all of that. But, yeah, so that's how you learn to talk about, y it's important, back to the point was, it's important to talk about your feelings and, and what it is and, and, and have that really close people with you. Mm. Not a whole 30 people that you're going to go have a fight with another group and stab each other. Yeah, for, for what? Sure. We came mm. to Australia for a better life. Mm. Uh, we came to Australia to learn as much as we can, mm. um, you know, make it a home, you know. And then eventually, for me, I just want to go back home and and help what I learned here, do it over there, you know. Is that why you started Hard Knocks? Yeah. So um, the academy. Yeah. Mm. So Hard Knocks Academy um, started when I was a kid, actually, okay. uh, myself, and on my journey, two thousand and three. Yeah, two thousand three. You started um, Hard Knocks in 2003? 2003, yeah. Oh, wow. You grow with it, you know. How old are you then? I don't know. About 15. Yeah. <laughs> but I started with these guys. Mm. So when I say I started, it doesn't mean full blown. Yeah. Yeah. It means like <laughs> the backyard, yeah. Yeah. you know, get in the ring. Let these guys, no fouls, fight each other. Their sister was better than them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've, he I've heard the stories though. When yeah. I got to McLeod, it's like, who's the best at basketball? Like, South Africa. I'm like, are you yeah. serious? Right now? <laughs> she it's different, like, bro. Yeah, two and v one, she'll beat she you. Yeah. yeah, and even the other two, uh, Gijo and 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 Henny, yeah, mm. they'll give you work Jumbo. like buckets. So the whole family can hoop, and Abdul and Daoud and stuff didn't like losing, so they'll fight all the time. <laughs> but you needed to create that nothing soft, like the school of hard knocks. True. So the name came about because of um. I watched, uh, you know, um, when they had, y years later the name came about. And I, w I was watching HBO's Hard Knocks 
with the ESTO um, NFL teams preseason. Okay. So they follow the teams and you see the whole ins and outs. Interesting. They're ah, tough, yeah. rugged preseason. It's tough. Like so I got the name from that, just put a Z on it and and ran with it. And what it means for me is like school of hard knocks. Nothing soft comes out. Mm. Nothing's given, all earned. You know what I mean? Beneath no one. You know what I mean? Okay, and sure. what's the goal is it, is it obviously there's more there's more than just basketball because you're trying to teach a mentality as well. Yeah. But is it for basketball, that's the sport, and then you're trying to it's just to be a better person in general. Yeah, always to try to develop your skill set okay. and give the kids their own opportunity to make mm. it for themselves. What they make out of mm. it is up to them. Mm. You can't just train the days that you train with me. You have to do it at night as well. Just like I used to. That's yeah. the thing that's missing with the most young kids now, the work ethic, you know? Yeah. You got to do whatever you learn, keep repeating and repeating and repeating it. But um, it became about um, for the kids that, you know, to build self-esteem, confidence because i never understood why someone is not confident mm -hmm. yeah, why for sure like like you know why are you not confident what does that mean what does that even mean that you're not confident yeah. what are you going to do this person bleeds just like you do they go to the toilet just like you do you know they were born maybe different strat um you know upbringing and stuff but no matter what happens we all humans we're gonna you know we're born we're gonna die simple mm -hmm. There's no reason to feel small above anybody. Mm. White, black, it don't matter. You put anybody in front of me and we hooping, I truly believe it's a bit psychotic. I truly believe I'm better than them. For sure. You know but what I mean? So for example, there's a lot of kids that aren't confident. Yep. Is it What's the age group first? Anywhere between 8 to 18. Okay. Sometimes 7-year-olds that are nice. Okay. That are, you know, their size <laughs> yeah. is a bit bigger than them. Um, how would you teach a young kid confidence? Because it's a hard thing. Like you don't. It's not just a switch. You turn on. It's like yeah. I'm now I'm super confident in all areas of my life. So mm. what would you do? It's not hard. Um, because I'll give you my blueprint. That's what you're asking. Yeah. Um, look, it's it's about creating <laughs> avenues to be confident, mm. putting them in the situation to be confident. Mm. The best teachers they say what experience. So, um, what we do. One of the exercises that we do is you know um, kids don't like talking in front of people. You know what I mean? So I bring them up and. Like, you know, when after lunch, just to ease back into it, we all sit down, you know, or after each session, we talk about something positive. So they sit down and I get the mic and um, this was me and uh, Jared Luck, my boy, idea, you know, he put the speakers there and will say, tell us three things that you like, three things you don't like, you know, mm. and teach them public speaking. So that's one of the most first fees, mm. be confident. And then some kids do not want to do that. So what do you do? You encourage them. You you put them in a situation. You start with the ones that do do it, you know, and then slowly they see, oh, it's not that bad. Mm -hmm. You crack jokes. You make a fool of yourself. I make mistakes. I miss while I'm doing a job, miss a layup, so they don't get embarrassed. Mm -hmm. So they know, oh, Yusuf misses too. So it's about making them know it's okay, yeah. mm -hmm. but we don't cry over spilled milk, you know. You just get up, dust it off, go back at it. No quitting, you know. So mm. that's how we teach the kids to be self-confident. Put them in those um, um, ways. Put them in difficult situations where they have to. And even teaching kids, like, you know how kids, um, you know, training individuals, for example. Uh, the kids, uh, their mom or dad will call me, oh, you know, um, oh, can we book a session today? No problem. And then eventually build that relationship with the parent. They understand so the kids, when they go back home or even come to me, they call, they call me through their parents' phone and say, hey, can I train with you today? 
rather than my mom wants me to train with you. <laughs> yeah. There's a few times I had to give money back and walk off just to teach a lesson because I tell a kid like, oh, get lower, stay lower, faster, go harder, you know? Yeah. I'll help you, but you have to help yourself. For sure. Yeah. I don't want to be your band-aid. I want to be your, um, what's the word? Like, I want to be the person that helps you get there, but it has to come from you. Mm. I want to get there. For sure, for sure. And that's why. So just trying to build that from an early stage which works, you know, and for example, in Bulin and in Coffs Harbour, um, the kids that were just second team or barely getting any minutes, um, we'd, we'd uh, train the crap out of them. And then before you know it, once you instill that a, y a year later, they're in the first team or they're MVPs or they're in the finals. Mm. And it's so good when their parents email you and say, you know, thank you so much. Uh, they're doing so well. Last year they were sad every time, you know, or... You know, and if, for example, a girl or a guy will come to me, they're like, oh, I broke up with my girlfriend. I can't come to practice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Their parents will make them come to practice. Then teach them, like, that's okay. Yeah, you yeah. shouldn't have a girlfriend, boyfriend yeah, in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> but you're probably old. not going <laughs> to remember them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? There's plenty of fish in the sea when you get older. <laughs> it's it's yeah. okay. It's that just means it's not for you. Mm. But yeah, I say, but leave girls alone, leave guys alone. Go get to your goal, mm. then everything will be there. Girls was there long before you were born; they'll be there long after you're gone, buddy. Mm. Ain't no use crying over that, you know. So does, does likewise for a girl. Yeah, does hard knock still exist today? Is there like some place we can shout it out, give some love to it? You know what I mean? Well, so right now we in we we um, I came back from Coffs Harbour. Okay. So we you know we building situation where um trying to get our own facility. Yeah. Um, so once we get the facility, it's going to sure. be incredible. Um, you know, just just want to help parents and kids. Yeah. And you know, when I say help parents, even parents used to come join us for programs. We do family programs. Mm. Oh, nice. You know, because it's about the values of family. Mm -hmm. Like kids come home, they're on Wi-Fi already, social media. That's more important. Mm. Most of the time, what we do to put our phones in a in a in a um, the fruit bowl. We finished the fruit real quick. There's yeah. too many savages. Abdul yeah. eats all the bananas <laughs> and almond. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, um, so we put it in there just so we can socialize. You have to socialize. Yeah. So mm -hmm. teaching um, the kids to respect their parents. Do your room. Did you have a shower? Brush your teeth without your parents telling you. So making jobs easy for the parents. And mm -hmm. you see over time, the parents even come. They have more time. They look happier. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and for sure. Like you just get a, alhamdulillah, you get like, you feel the satisfaction when you help someone be a better family or or better, you know, achieve their goals and or they get a school award saying, oh, they never used to speak. You know, now they got a public speaking award at school. Mm. Those little milestones and mm. even me l learning to celebrate those because me, I'm like, end goal. Mm. I never really understood enjoying the journey. Mm. Because I like to put my head down, work hard, work hard, mm. you know. But I learned now the journey is the reward, thanks to like um, um, Ertugu, mm. you know. <laughs> and also I'm not gonna watch 500 episodes if I learn <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, okay, I wanted to touch on. You said you're not a big reader as well before, and obviously there's a lot of books that teach you mentality and stuff like that. But you said you're big into documentaries. Yeah. So is there any documentaries you might recommend? <sighs> or yeah, Michael Jordan, the air up there. The air up a there. Yep, Michael Jordan, Airtime. Yeah. Um, uh, 
before the, there was all these 30 for 30 and all that. Yeah, there ESPN. Was, yeah, yeah ESPN. Have you heard of Beyond the Glory? Beyond the Glory. That's something oh. for you guys. Yeah, that's KG. That's our homework. Yeah, Mark Cuban. Like, that's all we had back then, mm. you know? And um, so watch people. Like, watch their journey. And then make your own. Don't copy them. Mm. Make your own, you know? Make it, like, you know, change things around. Do it your way. But no matter what you want, you can always achieve it. You just got to pray. Be You know, feed your faith. My favorite quote, feed your faith and your feast will starve to death. Mm. Yeah. I rewrite that, I rewrite that. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to leave that on a good note there. <laughs> Why not? Um, guys, shout out to um, Yusuf Afa for coming on the episode today. And also shout out to Hard Knocks. As soon as that launches, like the social yeah. media page and everything. Yeah. So we got a, um, yeah, 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 Instagram. You got an Instagram, yeah. yeah. So Show some love. Follow Instagram, yeah. Show some love there. We'll, we'll send it when this episode comes out and yeah. everything. Thanks for coming on the use, uh, episode, Yusuf. Thank you so much for having me. No, we appreciate yeah, it. Brothers. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe, guys. Uh, show some love to Yusuf. Where, where can they find you at? Instagram. <laughs> Instagram. <laughs> You've done a lot of shout-outs Just tag on the bottom, you Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, you got to shout-out myself. Nah, it's not cool like that. <laughs> but nah, just, yeah, put you can put the tag on the bottom. But yeah, Instagram or 100%. and follow the journey because um, like the next couple of years, trying to do a lot for our, our people, our community. 100%. And when I say our community, it doesn't mean just Somalis. It means like Everyone. wherever I live. So right now I live in Epping, so the yeah. whole community, you know, mm. or exactly. Craigieburn, or That's the whole, the whole north. Exactly. It's representing the north. That's we the whole the point of the good, podcast man. as well. We're like, yeah. help each other out, everyone grow. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, we'll leave it on a good note. Shout out to everyone. Thank you guys for listening. Like, share, subscribe. And yeah, peace. And shout out to you guys, man. I appreciate you guys for having me. Nah, appreciate it. Anytime, bro. This will be the last time I say it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>